This is the Irrelevant Information Podcast, a podcast about unimportant subjects. I'm Rodrigo Nunez, and today we're going to talk about bread clips. We as a species produce so much stuff. Just look around your desk or car or wherever you're listening to right now and see how many different distinct things you can see. For example, just looking around right now around my desk, I see a USB charger. I see a paper coffee cup that has a plastic top and a paper sleeve, which is like three different things in one. I see a pencil with a detachable eraser. Uh, right now I'm staring at a microphone with a mount and an arm and each arm has three screws and two springs and I could go on, but you get the point. In a world full of stuff, I'm a big fan of the little things that become invisible, but do so much to organize our stuff or make our lives easier. For example, zippers. I've already done an episode on zippers, which you can listen to and look up in one of the past episodes, but the subject of today's episode is almost as useful as zippers, and just like zippers, they're mostly all made by one company. Bread clips are a small plastic device used to hold plastic bags or any other type of bag closed. They close a bag more securely than tying it or folding it and as such, preserve the contents of the bag longer. I'm pretty sure you've seen them. They're the little squarish plastic clips that usually come on bread bags or orange bags from big retailers like Sam's or Costco. They got these little teeth and you twist the bag and put the bag through the clip and it's sealed. Its big rival is the twist tie, which I'm sure you also know. And bread clips are one of those tiny things in life that have improved our lives or made it easier in a little way that fade into the background of our everyday. And we don't realize there's a whole ecosystem for these things that makes them possible. So the company responsible for bread clips is the Quick Lock Corporation, and they're based in Yakima, Washington. According to Owler.com, the company has an estimated annual revenue of $10 million and has an estimated employee count of 1,800 employees. So that's a pretty big operation, and all they do is create these types of plastic closures or bread clips. In fact, the name Quick Lock is derived from the Quick Lock Closure, which is the official name of the bread clip. The Quick Lock Closure was invented in 1952 by Floyd Paxton. Floyd was understandably really proud of his invention, so he would tell the story of how he came up with it over and over again, and it goes something like this. So Floyd was flying home, and he got a bag of peanuts on the flight as one used to do. <laughs> but Floyd apparently wasn't a slovenly pig like I am, so he didn't finish the bag of peanuts and realized that there was no way to reclose the bag in a way that his leftover peanuts wouldn't spill all over the place. Now, this next part of the story is how you know this happened in the 50s. So instead of just folding his arms, Floyd Paxton looked in his wallet, found an expired credit card, and busted out his trusty pen knife. See what I mean? The man had an exacto knife on an airplane. Anyway, Floyd then hand-carved a bag clip, the first ever bag clip, from that credit card with his pocket knife or his exacto knife and he sealed his peanut bag successfully the bread clip was born and is a part of the mile high club anyway sometime after he landed there was a fruit packaging company by the name of pest uh by the name of pacific fruit 
that wanted to replace rubber bands as a closure for its new plastic bags. And Floyd Paxton remembered his airborne knifing feat, and this time he took plexiglass and hand cut another clip for the bag that he then used to present to Pacific as the solution for their bag closure. He won the business of Pacific Fruit and got an order for 1 million clips. So Floyd Paxton designed a die-cut machine to produce the clips and the company was born, the Quick Lock Corporation. Nowadays, the Quick Lock Corporation pumps out these clips in the magnitude of billions per year. And the genius of the design is that it's tiny, it requires very little effort to use, and you don't have to apply any stress to the clip, so it won't wear out like twist ties or sticker tags do. Quick Lock tried to patent the clip but failed. Probably because it's too generic to say plastic square clip or something like that. But instead, they developed a machine that they dubbed a bag closing apparatus that stamps out clips, inserts bread into bags, and seals the bag with clips in one fell swoop that they sell to bakeries to this day. In fact, if you go to the QuickLock website, you can see that they produce eight different sizes of bag closures with names like J-NRP, which is the original bread clip, to bigger ones like KM-NRP or RJ or R, which is a very simple one with like a little apple-shaped clip. In any case, I'll attach a picture of all these models um, in the show description so you can take a look. They also have a couple of bullet points as to why you or your company specifically should use quick lock closures, listing things like the fact that they're metal detector compatible. Meaning, since the clips don't contain any metal in them like twist ties, you can use metal detectors on your packaging line to ensure there's no metal in your fruits or your bread. Which is actually pretty useful, right? And pretty helpful. Another point is that they're printable, so you can print use-by dates on them. It's all really cool and actually useful stuff, especially when packaging food. QuickLock has even developed a green closure which features plastic-like material made from corn and potato carbohydrates to create a plant-based resin. So even the people that made bread clips are trying to be more environmentally responsible, which is pretty cool. And it's all really incredible to consider that all of this stuff was created from one guy playing with a knife on an airplane. I know I keep making this reference in a bunch of shows, but the bread clip was what Michael Scott would call a golden ticket idea. And it symbolizes, to me at least, what genius and innovation looks like. Floyd Paxton encountered a problem that didn't have a solution, so he made one. Later on, he found that same problem occurred at a much larger scale, and he had a viable solution for it, and that solution birthed a company that now spans the world. So many times when we think of inventors or inventions that have that scale of an impact, we think of things like the light bulb or the radio or the computer, that kind of scale of invention. But these little things that are much more common actually have as large an impact in forming our modern world as those big ideas like internet or computers do. If you go back to the pre-World War II days, you wouldn't find a bread clip anywhere. And if you showed it to people back then, they'd be astonished at this reusable sealer. But today, it's just a little piece of plastic that we pay no mind to. But it's a significant part of what makes the 21st century, quote, the future. <laughs> 
It's those types of small innovations, those types of small problems being solved every day. That's how, that is how progress is achieved and it makes it possible for the really large leaps to happen too. The bread clip reminds me that even if I solve one small irrelevant annoyance, it can be significant enough to change the way people around the world do things, important things like how they store their food. There's no problem small enough to not be proud of solving. So don't be discouraged if the things that you're doing are like, oh, well, nobody really cares about this or nobody really sees this. Just remember the bread clip. At some point, that small annoyance could grow to the point where the whole world needs a solution that they didn't even know they needed. So keep solving problems. That's it for this week's episode. Thanks again for listening. If you like the show, please share it with a friend. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a review. That's a good way for other people to find the show. Um, see you next time. And as always, OR4 did nothing wrong. This is the Irrelevant Podcast Network. Thanks for listening.